0: Man, we all went through this shit. Everything, dude. What made uh,
1: you on the podcast? Shit, we were broke. Uh, <laughs> what were, were you at? Do you remember like where you were
0: in life, or uh, like just physical location, or how how you mean? Uh, like as, I'm as a person. Broke, really. All right. Oh, sure, man. Sure. You started recording this, though? Because this I've good been, nigga,
2: I, nigga, I've been recording. All
0: right. I'm just playing,
2: nigga. I just started.
0: <laughs> big bet. Big bet. Man, uh, okay. So you want to answer first, though, or you want me to?
2: I, am, I answer where we were in the, in part of my headspace. was Actually, Rooster was in Jackson with his grandma, and I was yeah. in Lauren at my folks' house, well, my current house right now. We was just chilling on the back and forth and I was like, man, you know it'll be dope. Have somewhere to document most of the shit gonna go on in our twenties and shit.
0: Yeah, your first thoughts was what YouTube?
2: Yeah, YouTube channel or something. But everybody was doing YouTube and blowing up on YouTube seemed to be more using more at the risk of algorithm than actual people fucking with it. At least with the podcast, we could at least guerrilla market it somehow. So
0: then also too. we, our skills are lacking in that department, even still now, like, even though we done upgraded to laptops and shit, like, the, the amount of software and shit that's needed for YouTube, we, we both done kind of came to the conclusion, conclusion, it'll be a bit too time consuming right now, now, if we take off, then there's something different, but we been, Zoe, so, Zoe, so, done took it upon itself to start our own TikTok page and all that stuff, so, mm-hmm. to uh, be able to upload clips that way, so. But, uh, that what I told. The he finished your topics, though, son. My, my fault. Oh
2: you good, man. Shit, you know how the shit flow. Um, said our main, the main steers with this was though, like the document how we felt about certain shit. Cause originally we wasn't even gonna do politics. It was just mainly about video games, sports, well, not even sports, video games, anime, and um black culture.
0: And science too, son. We oh, got yeah. okay the one the first I mean, go go ahead go ahead son go ahead son but it, it was a full circle moment that happened but like about a week but i forgot to tell you about
2: oh shit, <clears throat> what was the full circle moment Hold oh, look i want to hear this
0: uh you know how like when we first started we we had uh we had our uh, uh we had bullet points and stuff you know we we were done. we've still been still do bullet points kind of sort of but like the first very first like two episodes when we were still trying we were originally the original. Hold on, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to uh, get pour me some tea, but the original title of a podcast was if I'm not mistaken, might as well podcast.
2: Yeah, that shit copyrighted.
0: Yeah, yeah. So didn't, <laughs> didn't get a hold of that motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> uh one of the pretty science topics that we actually talked about was um Snapchat Dysmorphia. And this was way back in twenty eighteen when like how I many people were like are you saying, Lou? Snapchat Dis this, Dysmorphia. This so basically you know how you have how people have body dysmorphia where, like they uh Oh they yeah have, like where it's issues like... with body, the body and stuff?
1: Yeah, like like without the without the filter they feel like they ugly
0: yeah yeah so that's one of the first topics that we talked about and then i saw that shit was like that started covering it again in the was like last week I, damn man i was like key, we should
2: have kept doing those scientific topics. because that should come back up over time son hey nigga, we, we ain't never really stopped everything we do is technically science-based every once in a while we do we do we do
0: we do mm-hmm. talk about something though but yeah. you just
1: like to go back and listen to Old topics and see like you know, saying like revisit y'all old mindsets and stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, so, do you go back and 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 see like notice the the difference in structure, like how y'all actually run it and how, like how y'all start
0: to finish the whole podcast? Oh, dude. zoe Zo, you could go more into it on that end.
2: Real talk is. The evolution is crazy because we got to a point slowly where it was like it usually to start out with either a freestyle, a ad lib, or something like that, like uh, me telling stories or something. The freestyle era was crazy, so. nigga. Those freestyles fun. was good yeah. though. When
0: we when we blow up, nigga, the freestyle era gonna be a crazy era. For I'm like, bringing like, them back.
2: Fast, but... <laughs> I'm bringing them back. Fuck you talking about. <laughs>
0: The only reason we stopped doing the freestyle was literally because of COVID and we were recording over, like, Zoom and shit. Discord and all that shit. Yeah, we were trying to
2: figure (laughs) out
0: that shit. The the freestyle era was an era, though. That that was like a whole two years.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. But they were crazy.
0: (laughs) They were crazy, though, for real. But the
2: freestyle era was crazy. Then we got to the freeform era where we just sit down and start talking about shit we saw on our phones. There was the Instagram scrolling era where I just scrolled through Instagram and read memes and shit and we just react to them.
0: Now, Now you'll say the current current era is low key a mix between all three HBCU confessions and TikTok videos and like TikTok question videos like Would You Rather's and shit like that, along with like other topics that we've seen throughout the week. So usually what happens nowadays, I guess it's been like this for like the past year or yeah. so, though, so that uh, like if we see something in the news or we see like a, a interesting like TikTok video, YouTube show, we just send it to each other and then it's literally just a podcast question mark. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, That's not how we go about it.
2: There's really no structure, but it's a structure, you know what I'm saying? It can flow in, in any which way. Like sometimes we have a whole bulletin point of talking points, and, if, yeah. and that shit just go out the window because we start talking about fun shit.
0: Man, we don't have some. We don't have some three hour podcasts. Man. What? Bro. Usually, we teeter teeter along the two hour mark. Sometimes, especially as of recently, but the early on podcasts are usually around forty. 50 minutes and they're all segmented because like when we were using our the original Anchor website you could only record 30 30 minute segments at a time. That was some bullshit. I mean, it was some bullshit but at the time that's all we knew about so we didn't know about hey. things like OBS and shit like that so it worked for the time being though. It
2: did. Real talk, we had to did.
0: keep it concise.
2: <laughs> like real talk. We, we usually have to count down in the background with our fingers and shit.
0: Damn, <laughs> we did use the house today, and Oh was, god. Uh, we, and then doing that part too, like when the, the time when we were recording like in person for real, like the beginning and we were recording like Zoe's gym in his house. So if if you ever been to Zoe's House Zoe House, like he has like a gym type sitter with like a bench, a wavy bench and like a uh, like a, a regular a random section from like the middle of a couch.
2: Hell yeah. And then,
0: and then it was a cool a getaway cooler that we flipped upside down and we had the laptop sitting on top of us. so we'll just get it beat. out the mud. Hell yeah.
2: Oh yeah, nigga, the, yeah. we forgot about one era, G.
0: Which era is that?
2: The Bel Air era. <laughs> hey, that's how that's where
0: they, they brought up the this consistency that you see today. Oh that,
2: God, nigga, they. three recording sessions a weekend.
0: Well, I'm telling you, bear Air does. The Air that he talking about is the uh the uh peacocks re Peacock's reboot uh like fresh spencer man we man we got addicted to that shit bro we were doing episode by episode breakdowns every week we was coming on here we had we were making sure we talked it were one thing that we was going to talk about it was going to be Air, and they kind of helped us they kind of relit the flame as far as consistency wise because i mean both our weekends for the most part low-key line up so most times i'm off Friday, Saturday, Sunday Zoe oh, Sometimes he's off Thursday and Friday. Sometimes he's off Friday and Saturday. So, if if all us fails, we know even on the busiest week we will be able to record on a Friday night. Shit. But now Zoe has been picking up and recording Saturday, Sunday too. Man, it was a at one point I was like, man, we ain't got to record three times a weekend, was too. You've been like, man, just go ahead and get it in. I was like, fuck it, you want to, I, let's go. I, I made hey. shit.
2: I mean, shit. The point, my point with that is here. Let's have the content on, on the back burner in case we get to a point where we can't, can't record. Fact,
0: fact.
2: I shit. Let's have some shit in the vault that we can just pull out anytime we need it.
0: But uh, I mean, that's kind of. But we still haven't fully asked a Quan. Quick, question though about like where we, when the podcast first started. We done got into errors and shit. We are we're re- reminiscing like this is a fucking flashback episode. It
2: is, nigga. <laughs> yeah, nigga, this a blast from the past. It's a Quan fade, the time splitter. You feel me?
0: Hey, name of the episode right there.
2: Oh God. <laughs>
0: But uh, all right, all right. So yeah, you yeah, Said your spear, right? You got anything else you wanna say? Hell nah, nigga. I'm,
2: I, let me. I gotta chill out.
0: All right, so uh, four years, ago, yeah, try, try 20, 20. summer, 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 twenty eighteen. This this is actually like the first summer that I've been at Mississippi State, so. That that spring semester, was my first semester ever at Mississippi State, I didn't go in the fall. I got in the spring because I graduated from JUCO that fall. So after my first semester at Mississippi State, honestly, I one of those guys. I I was extremely involved on campus and shit. So that first semester, I st- that first semester, I got involved in a study abroad program, which allowed me to go to Uganda in east africa uh the that that, that june is actually like the four-year anniversary of that so i gotta remember to hit up some of my people in uganda probably later on the like, night but uh after i went in and did that for a month and then it really like changed like the way i thought and viewed certain things and then it also kind of sparked not a level of not a level of exploration per se. Not yet. Not yet in that point in time. But now it's kind of sort of. But at that point in time, it more so gave me the like a more intellectual view of things because it opened my mind up to like how how viable, how valuable your viewpoints could be to other people whether that's around the world or in your hometown. And then that's when Zo. That's around the time Zo had suggested. You know, documenting our conversations because, man, we like we homeboys like that. Like, we gonna have a conversation five hours straight, and let let a whole season of a whole whole freaking like TV series play in the background, and we'll just be talking about bullshit. But we'll be in the end, it'll be intellectual bullshit if that makes sense. That's one of the reasons that, like, when we finally settled on the Name Five podcast, and we had a few. Names to names no down, we fi- we chose positive for School Education because it's kind of like the low key the conversations we yeah. had So, but the what started us to what narrowed us down on podcasting would be uh, one of one of my favorite YouTubers that I put Zoe onto a long time ago is a dude named the Black Okage, and he has started a podcast, Modern Boy Negro. Like, <laughs> We never, we never knew exactly how to start a podcast or like to record one. But the, the, he had started an independent podcast, like the first episode might've been like two weeks before our first episode, but he started, he used a website called Anchor. And like, in, the, if you, for me, if anyone's familiar with an Anchor podcast, they're going to, Anchor allow, Anchor will give everyone who uses the podcast platform of commercial just like just for anchor. So it basically like runs down the spiel like like join join the the community of creatives. Download the anchor app, use it, it's simple so shit, man. I showed that to Zoe was like, Hey my nigga shit TH got a podcast. He got this shit on his app called Anchor Shoot. We can both download the app and get on there and do what we gotta do. Hey man. Actually, like, it seemed like a perfect storm to me and ever since then we did we have I been mean, he was an anchor, but we we went through stages of it and everything like that. We we literally seen Anchor go from being like an independently owned company to being owned by Spotify. Shit, we had to start we making Spotify,
2: Spotify ads, man. Hell yeah. Yo, okay. Another thing too about that and that era, I want to bring up, nigga. That that shit it was kind of weird too. Cause a day. That the uh, the first episode of um, his podcast that came out, that was the same day you shot me the anchor text. I remember this shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cause I had listened to it and I was like, my nigga, this is exactly what Zoe had mentioned. Cause you know, at first when you when you start when you was talking about documenting and everything, I was like, Hell yeah, I'm for it, but I can other other than YouTube, that we we had both decided it was gonna be like a, a bit much to do at that time. I couldn't think of anything else Because we weren't really thinking of podcasts like that Because you know this is before the the 2020 era Where the podcast kind of swept over the black community This shit was like cracking the 80s I don't know what happened You understand This yep. shit was two years before that So oh God. We, so we really didn't know like what podcast was Or anything like that Not really We knew about video podcasts like Joe Rogan and things like that But as far as like actual only audio podcasts We didn't know people were still doing that Or were doing that heavy so, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, when that got win it out, like, nigga, this is exactly what we need. Yeah. son, the straight to Zoe.
2: Man, that was like, that was God said, too. That was like, this is fate, real talk. That was my, that was the moment for me, and uh, we've been all in ever since.
0: Uh, yeah. Then also too, my mindset, I might have been a little bit, kinda. Kind of concern too, cause shit and my thinking during that time when nigga life was short. My nigga Take had just went to jail. SS Centas Young had just got, got snuffed out. Anthony Bourdain had killed himself. And that was all in the money. I was gone God! Oh, I was like I, I was like, my nigga, this been too much shit in one month. I was like, I gotta get my thoughts down some type of way. Out. Nah, G uh, one more thing too, bro. Another mad shooting that just
2: happened too. The Parkland shooting facts. that just happened a week before
0: that. Facts, facts, hell yeah.
2: So a lot of shit
0: was going on. We need to talk about it. So that that I guess that answers your question on that front, Quan. Yeah, I see. It's like
1: it's like it formed as an outlet. Hell to...
0: yeah!
1: yeah. It's like yeah, it, like it a motivator, to keep y'all going too.
0: I mean, don't get us wrong. We definitely had, like, some, some, some like, three or four month spells, like, where we didn't put out an episode at all, but that was more so on us. I think the longest spell that we had where we didn't do anything was, like, when I was working, when I was working at Waffle House and low-key, that was, like, a... I want to say that was a rough time, but, nigga, that shit was crazy as far as work schedule go.
2: Work schedule? But, nigga, them conversations, we should, I wish we could have had some of those conversations just on fucking... Audio, bro,
0: because them was some of the best conversations.
2: Hey, low key hockey Nigga, four-hour phone call. This nigga cooking eggs in the, in the kitchen. I'm just, oh.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, but now since, like, my work, since I switched jobs, my work has calmed down so much to where, like, we can do this way more often because I actually have a weekend where it's, like, if anyone's familiar with the, with the uh, wildfire schedule, especially being the uh, GM you fucking it's a it's six days on two days off so it's a rotating schedule but the thing is is it sounds good to anyone who's coming in it might be a little naive because you can go like it's a seven day week it's a seven hour week but it's six days but it's six days well, but about you you very seldom gonna get out of there right at the time we need to leave most most days you'll stay over at least an hour or two so that's making it like eight or nine eight or nine hour work days for six days straight and then two days off so the pay was good but then it isn't it's not worth it they kind of they kind of gave me this perspective that i have now like some shit in life is just not worth it like the stress of working in the Waffle House and having to deal with shit that Waffle House deals with, my nigga. I had a gun put out on me one time. Mm, that's why.
2: Awesome.
0: Nigga, nigga, ain't worth saying it. it was cheap, boy. Yo. Boy, God, ooh, God bless me not to yeah. see that gun. That, that, was N- that was Nashville, wasn't it? Hell yeah, that was Nashville. I oh, hear. Yeah. I still <laughs> with Nashville as a, as a city, though, but.
2: What you say, Mike?
1: Well, i don't
2: well, feel like any job is
0: worth the time real talk that's an extreme fact but <laughs> given the country that we live in until we're able as individuals to make a living for ourselves or find a job that we that we feel like
2: it's worthy spending, of our time
0: it's worthy of our time That we just gotta be we gotta deal with it unfortunately but Fortunate yeah, that also serves as a driving method to light a fire under our asses at the same time, though. But enough about us. This is a, your first time on our podcast, oh, God. Mr. Mr. Kwanfei. So,
2: by the way, I already name drops you, Kwan. You can the, the interview with my cousin, bro. I called you the best producer I know, so.
1: Pretty high yeah, praise, yeah. nigga. Golly.
2: nigga. Don't don't oh. get modest, nigga. You know damn well you one of the best beat makers I know.
0: <laughs> this the one that made that 64 bit. Yes, beat, ain't it? Yes. yes. Okay, yeah. yeah,
2: he tough.
0: He tough. He tough. I even yeah. mess with that. What got you in the um? Uh, well, before we get in get the beat making and things like right that, um. Who is Quan Faye as a uh, as a person? You don't have to go into your personal life if you don't want to. It ain't like anybody really gonna listen to this shit. But in the future, it might be to two thousand or so people. Just don't know. Just, just don't. Back and
2: listen. Just don't indict yourself, nigga. Don't yeah. indict myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: quite a wild question, I ain't it? Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody asked me nothing like that.
0: Batman. Hey, you a black man in America. You got to know who yourself feels first. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's like most of my life, my ego ain't never been fed, you know? it's going to probably sound a little personal but like I ain't never asked for nothing I didn't never feel like I deserved it too much right uh, Mike one phase, whoever you want to call him he ain't egotistical I feel like I'm just I'm an accommodating person I'm always trying to listen to the concerns of others and I care super heavy for the sentiments of other people, of the v It's like asking somebody who they are is kind of wild. Like Quan Fei ain't even been truly molded and shaped yet. Quan Fei, mm. it, Quan Fei is a whole producer that, that hasn't even got out there yet, that hasn't even formed the the production, the marketing, in, All the things that will lead to the financial behind it. Um, I don't know. I I came over with the Quan Faye name because my mom's name is 400 Faye. Okay. Middle name Quan. So I was like, no, I do Quan, do the middle name (laughs) Faye.
0: That's a beautiful amalgamation of words, my brother. Hey. But I think. I think your answer was low-key. I don't know if you're not answering, but now are you? Because I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, I think that was a, I think that was a very solid answer if I do say something myself. And just like most people in, who are in this world, whether you, whether you 14 or 104, you're still figuring things out on this rock that's circulating around the sun that we call earth. So. I mean, I respect the answer. Quan Faye is a work in progress. But he has also made progress at the same time.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't
2: even, hey. And,
1: I just been. Yo, come close to the mic, man. I've been like, man, I'm talking about just moving through the, going through the motions and having all these different realizations. Yeah, the the whole work thing and then sit around thinking about nothing. but just do what nothing. Hmm. But I also feel stagnant when it comes to the music that I'm making and the the art like even my art, like anybody that know me know I'm a super versatile guy. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't even tell you who Quanta is because I'm attached to everything, man. I can, I have ball. I'm talking about track, martial arts, skateboarding, music production, video editing, art. I mean, my guy know that I used to draw back in the day. I mean, I still can draw. I still can illustrate. I just don't do a lot of things because I get overwhelmed real easily. But like, I'm all about just diving into every inch of the world, man. Cause With me, there are no limitations. And I don't know how to let go of one thing I enjoy for the next. <laughs> I don't want it off.
0: Hey, that's real, though.
1: Yeah.
0: That's real, though. I think we all, it's obviously some more than others, but we all as young men, we definitely need. Especially this time in our lives, like early 20s. This is the time where I, where, and I've just heard older older men say this, so this is the only reason I'm repeating it. But it kind of does make sense. So we're still at the point in life where we still feel as if we can conquer the world and no one can hold us back. But we're also like at our creative peaks too. We might not be at our financial peaks or at our physical peaks, you know, and every other thing in every respect, perspective. But as far as creativity wise, and as far as willingness to succeed, we are, at, we are, we're almost at our peaks of that, which kind of, like, kind of teeters towards financial peaks towards the time you get to thirty. But right now we kind of in that mode to where we trying to see what it is that we can do, and we're gonna eventually we're gonna land at some as we get older. We might not. We might just be. Jack's of all trades, or like aces of all trades—I so ever want to say it—but um, it's kind of, it's
1: kind of odd, cause I hate, I hate bringing up like things that I'm legit passionate about, and then also throwing like financial uh in the in the mix when, in reality, I can't even lie—I hate money. I ha- I hate the whole idea. I hate, I hate it, man. I just—it doesn't make sense to me. How this piece of paper can you know what i'm saying just do what it do like money is god that's what i believe <laughs> <laughs> to like the united states you know what i'm saying money is
2: god uh capitalism
0: okay, yeah capital, capital capitalism for sure capitalism to the team i mean he cool. could, could be broken down money is god they want for money is god I like to, I I like to think that I have the sentiments to where like I don't like money, but honestly I'm one of those I'm one of those people. I just, I, I like to practice discipline, and, I, and the reason why I'm bringing the discipline is just because I do know to live at a certain level of comfortability, especially like if you want to have a family, things like that, you do need a certain amount of money. But my discipline comes into the play comes into play where i i know around the amount that i think i will need for me and my family to at least be having an in, in, in income wise to be living okay and that's what as a as a man i'm trying to shoot toward now some else takes off then, so be it but i'm one of those guys i mean shoot man i'm muslim so i don't i don't have to tie i can give i can give to the homeless Donations and acts of and, and good deeds are consider ties for me. So, I'm not I'm not necessarily focused on money as well, but I would be. It would be remiss if I if I didn't say that, that there is a certain number that I want to reach before I I start feeling like All right, I this shit is not my priority anymore. But but as of right now, I'm just trying to try to see see if I can Maybe able to like do something on my own and with my friends. That becomes very lucrative in the long run. Now, this podcast isn't bad, there, but there—I mean—there are things that we've been talking about that I we mean, might be able to get off the ground and might not be able to.
2: I mean, rooster, we being real, we already taken one of the biggest steps towards owning, being our wealth. And we got—we own our own form of media. This is a form of media. What better way to express ourselves than, than on something that we technically own, 100% of? That's a fact. But since we're getting into our spiels about how we feel about money, I'm a to uh,
0: we can't get and get into that. Oh,
2: uh, no, nah, I'm just gonna get my oh, shit. Go ahead,
0: go ahead. I want, you know, I want to pick Kwan brain as, as thoroughly as possible, Paul. Uh, but, this is gonna know, be I have, quick. I can have places for days.
2: This is gonna be quick. I want to be smart enough to make a, a lot of money, but not dumb enough to where I think it controls anything.
0: That's what, what Zo just said. Take out all this bullshit I just said and then quantify it to what Zo just said.
2: I'm a simple man. You know what I'm saying? You don't need all the glitz and glamour and shit. You just get you, get you enough to be comfortable, man. And, and cancel out all the bullshit. You'll be all right. all
0: right Rooster.
2: all right
0: with, with these with these stuff being said hey let them marinate for a minute Look, let us ask is mm, as informing me that you are a young man of the of a more copper more copper tone with a little bit more melanin melanocytes in your uh in your body than the average person from the caucus mountains so what got you into your Embracing your identity as a black man or afro-descended man what I Right ain't no problem my brother so, so I guess you can answer the well, I guess you can provide more insight on how exactly you uh you found Quan to be such a uh, stand-up guy, stand-up individual to enter your friend circle.
2: I mean, shit. Just like all my other friends, nigga, it all started with a conversation, man. We talked about anime. We ate tacos. We played, He was playing Fortnite. I was drawing something for a cl- class I had. Cause Mike didn't know I was an art major at the time, I don't think.
0: Hey, low-key. Fortnite did come out. We were still in Juco, too. That shit's still around. Ain't that a bitch? Oh god. I remember when people was the, was just not getting on this shit. Real time. look at it. It, it. it done been Twitch streamers and all this other hella fucking million hella five millionaires because of ain't that a thing. Dude that gotten he,
2: lost because of Fortnite,
0: bro. <laughs> Boy. If only if only the, if hindsight twenty twenty but nigga, if we would have known that shit was gonna jump out like it jumped out <laughs>
2: Man, to be honest, I kind of knew it was gonna jump off. It was too simple not to jump off. It was too much. It was too easy of a business, um, a business blueprint not to be sustainable.
0: Hey, I think what made it jump off even further, man. I remember uh, phone I got now. Samsung did a uh did a uh, deal with Fortnite, and then when this phone dropped, I got an exclusive skin. I had a homeboy. I just I just, I downloaded Fortnite. For him, just so he could get the exclusive skin. Because that nigga used to play Fortnite all the time. He trying to sell that motherfucker for like 500. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey.
0: <laughs> That's how long it's been now. It's been now. It's been out, it's been out. It's been out since, since since when? Like, I was in dorms and
2: shit. Real talk. All right. Back to the, to the story of how I chose Quan Faye to be solid. Okay, this is the moment me and him became good friends though 2000 it was a 2000 mike was it
1: 2018 anime expo who was it no, we went to jackson yeah
0: Yeah, i met him that day then huh yeah,
2: nah, you didn't meet him that day he was around but you didn't get to meet him all
0: right
2: mike was playing this oh. vr mike was huh? playing this v you were playing this
0: vr now game I was, now i remember him oh shit damn this, this nigga was moving. This nigga was moving
2: around everywhere like a Spider Man. I remember him. Oh God, nigga posted the high score for the day on the game. I think.
0: Yeah, I remember. I was oh, we didn't, we didn't get to speak that heavy though, because I think right after that, y'all went and did some missing right. Wait, I did mean, I was dressed
1: up, I was dressed up in the white outfit, right, with the tail. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah my old,
1: my homie Mel, she had she had handmade stitched and everything,
2: made right? that whole play for. Hell yeah!
0: Shout out the furry Mills. Uh, I think I think the reason why y'all went out to go talk somewhere and then the, it was a booth directly beside that VR booth that was selling like anime knives and shit. And I had got got hella like Naruto necklaces. They look like the different blades from Naruto, and I still got them, hoes. I still got my
2: Zabuza blade,
0: nigga. Hell yeah!
1: You still got that pimp cane with? The-
2: <laughs> you damn right I do. You goddamn right. That, that's that's when I get old.
0: That was the same. Hey, that was the same. Uh, competition. Hell yeah.
2: All right. This is when of the coldest shit, though. Mike, Mike couldn't get nobody to film for him because everybody else was trying to do shit. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I got my cane. I posted up. Nigga, I ended up recording Mike a damn four-minute video in perfect frame, dog. And Mike couldn't believe I was there. I stood there the whole time. In focus.
1: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> real, fat. That video, that
2: video been been with me for a long time. See,
1: nigga, hell yeah. But yeah, what? Oh, uh, my bad. What was your question
0: at first? The question like, was back. what? What made you? Because uh, one, the first thing they'll said, since I don't know, since maybe you press record and not press record or not, but. Yeah, he mentioned that you were like, yeah, you're really big into your identity as we both are as well, as a black man here in America, or afro descendant man. So well, I was just asking you, what made you be this way? What made you start embracing who you are as a person in that regard? Um,
1: realizing my worth and starting to value life again. I don't know, like, it's just like a breath of fresh air. Like, last time I had my locks in my head, I was a whole nother person. It's one of those, my highest self and my lowest self have become friends type of thing. And I got all this newfound knowledge. And it's just, man, it's been a ride, I I wish. But I d I won't get too personal, but I've just been through so much in such a small short amount of time. Uh, like so much to where that was a point in time where I had to I had to convince myself, like find out how old I was. Like I forgot how old yeah, I was yeah. for some reason. Like, no, you was all, was, you, was,
0: you was off in there. Yeah, I know, like, I know where I know where you was, but you was off in there.
1: It was <laughs> it was a, it was a rough time spot, but like bro, I got through that that was times where my phone had to be off for you know what I'm saying like months that was times where I had to go without my music I'm really just now getting my music back like listening to my Spotify you go without yeah. your music you, you have like a dopamine detox man like you come back and every song you feel fresh like you just now hearing it for the first time mm-hmm. it's like I got homies who who have have um uh, Changed their whole lifestyle. Who went, you know what I'm saying? Changed they, they religion to Islam. And I've been to the mosque with them. I just got a, I got a, a, wide range of, I won't say influences, just uh, I just got a lot of well-rounded people around me. And I'm, I'm always observing. I'm a hella observing person. A lot of things just be. Motivational to But that's my, my thing about motivation is I don't go off motivation. I'm more of a discipline guy, like like you say. I rely on discipline to get things done. But uh, with my whole, with the whole identity, like it's wild because see, <laughs> I got homies. I got two different friend groups. Pretty much, uh, Renzo he ain't even really met Jacob. My boy, they they we used to be a group called ABT, the Avatar, and we was on oh, the whole gaming scene. Okay. Um, uh, I've been trying to get him because he a martial artist too. We actually me and him actually met in class. Uh, I was taking Taekwondo at Tiger Rock. We met in class. Went to tournaments and all type of stuff. What was I saying? I was, talking, <laughs> about
0: Tiger Rock. What was talking about you met You met uh somebody named Jacob at Tiger Rock. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was on yeah, the avatars. Yeah, yeah. Jacob, met Jacob at Tiger Rock. You know what I'm
1: saying? He's been one of my close buddies, too. But,
0: uh. Ah. So, you really into martial arts like that? Like that? Mm hmm.
1: Uh. I don't know if y'all ever seen it's this movie called chocolate with a, uh it's a it's about a special girl she was special but yeah. she could watch any type of like martial artist and she could instantly copy their moves like Takashi, bro and it was these people that came and started like trying to kill her family and all this bro. this, this girl beat the hell out of them i think that actor name was g ja bro she beat the hell out of them and that she was so amazing i was like Bro, I know I can learn any type of martial
0: art. <laughs> hey, like, I just I just googled it. It came out in '08. I haven't yeah, seen it. Well. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to check it in. Movie
1: box out, man. Um, G. J. Yannim. It was it was Tony jaw uh, I I used to like Jet Li, but I didn't. I wasn't a fan of the whole strings and you know what I'm saying like they floating around with the swords. I did like all that. Uh, Duny Yen's pretty tight. Uh, Man, I know so many martial artists. It's, it's martial artists out here in Mississippi. And I'm connected with a whole other group of people. We call ourselves the Momoku Clan. And a lot of them are, like, in Atlanta and South Carolina. They're all over. We got our own T-shirts and some old.
0: There's a I'm just, I'm so versatile,
1: man. I'm, I'm everywhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, yeah and it feels yeah, like yeah, the older I get it feels like life tries to force me to pick a pick a a, a direction and abandon the other
0: there's a uh, guy I met two four, a few years ago in uh, at a black business expo in Jackson it was like way long time ago this might have been this same summer um but it was not that summer, It was 2019, but um, this guy, he uh, he trained him. He trains boxing, but the uh, the gym. I guess you could say that he trains that The guy that's over it. He's a black guy. And he uh, he trains jiu-jitsu. But man, they uh, they they host a lot of really interesting fighting bouts there. A lot of interesting classes there. The only reason I never got into it cause I was never in jackson for a long enough time to really go to any classes and stuff because that's around the time i was going to school and then right after school i got i moved away from moved out of state so but i mean these guys i don't know if you know them let me i don't i don't fucking remember the name of the place but they they pretty tapped in on that fight on the fighting scene this guy right here he, uh he's been He's, a, he's been, I think he's training for the Olympics now, so he, he he really tapped in, so. If I can uh find the dojo that they are, I'll definitely try to uh, send the info your way. but yeah. Because I'm done. They, they, they probably, for real. Yeah. Wish I could get back in there, though.
1: Yeah, I ain't been in my dojo in a minute. I feel like that one student.
0: That one student that, that used to go all the time, and it's like everybody just wondering, what the hell you at now?
1: Like, they know. Like, a lot of times they'll be having class, and I'll come by all dramatically and stand outside. For them. Same session because it's like right next to my favorite Chinese restaurant so I'm always there,
0: <laughs> there, there man uh, so I mean this that's very interesting I mean I did this we kind of veered off with the martial arts and everything but going into that um, moving aside from martial arts Oh, uh, how I many well staying within martial arts, how many different disciplines do you know?
1: Many variations of martial arts have I practiced? Yeah. Yeah. Um when I was real young, I'll probably say about eight, maybe, no, nah, I won't say ten. Maybe maybe around eight. My mom, the first time I actually went to a class, it was karate. I didn't even get past uh, the white belt. We didn't even stay that long because uh, I think around that time, money was real tight. Mom, My mom has been my mom and my father my whole life. So she pulled us out of that class. But I learned that was the place where I learned how to kick straight. That is where I learned how to actually like curve my foot and straighten my, my leg when I kick how to find my foundation and, and have a in my stand. And that one, two, three days we went and I broke one board. Hmm. I got down here and I went to Taekwondo. Taekwondo was a whole nother ball game. I didn't expect it to be what it is. But I think it's one of my like most favorite uh, martial arts. And as far as after that, I just practice Muay Thai that I watched um, Tony Jaa do. Like, just a lot of knees and elbows. <laughs> Especially, like, when I go to the gym and I go to Crunch, They got a punch bag, like, whole row of punching bags in there. I used to be just in there. I'm talking about just that guy in the corner, going hard, this freak on the... I don't know if y'all know about Martial Club. They actually did the stunts behind, um, the the new uh, Marvel movie Shanghai Shang Chi I mean
0: Ooh.
1: I've watched these guys it's it's a group of brothers three Asian dudes I've watched these guys record talking about just
0: are they kind of like they they kind of like muscular I think I, I think I've seen them before
1: one of them muscular well actually Andy is muscular but he's got like a, he's like he's shaped like Bruce Lee
0: <laughs> do they be I I got a question are they on TikTok they on TikTok, then they I'm not
1: sure there. if they on TikTok. But I do know they, they like, post a lot of reels on Instagram. Uh, yeah, yeah. Keep going, man. Keep going, Keep
0: man. Keep going, man. Rest. You cooking?
1: But now I watch these guys come from YouTube to, you know what I'm saying, having, like, 10 views and, and even just hundreds of subscribers. And now these people are working with Marvel, bro. Just doing what they love. And so like, like, y'all recording and and doing all this and y'all like dropping all these gems and leaving all these, these dreams like these trails and you ain't really just, I mean you got real life things going on and you focused on real life but when you come here you can really just unwind, I see that now. I'm not even gonna lie because I I don't really say too much like where I live, I don't I don't even talk. Even when I'm at work, I don't really talk. Like I used to talk to myself a lot. And I don't even do that too much no more. So And then we're am talk to you, see sometimes. Like, like just have a boy talking, me. y'all it's like when I'm talking to people, like this is what I mean when I say like point fee is like it's not solid yet. Because like I'll be talking to people and I'll be realizing things as I speak. Like I'm I'm listening to myself. I'm just as a, uh, a audience in the audience as y'all right now.
0: Man, that's an interesting perspective, man.
2: Oh God,
0: that's an interesting perspective. You observing yourself as as you talking while we talking.
2: So shit, you really seeing the world from a third person point of view.
1: I see myself as everyone, but no one sees themselves as me. Uh, ooh.
0: Man, this is, uh, That's
1: some fortune cookie shit no ego. I can learn something from anyone. I've learned things from, I had someone tell me the other day he was like I've been 23 before but you haven't been 60 and <laughs> it's like just yeah. because I'm 23 that doesn't mean that I don't have anything that, that I can teach you. Dude I'm, I literally get taught things by kids, by young kids. A lot of the kids on my street, it's like everybody that lives over here, we live off government assistance. Mm -hmm. There have been people who've come down here and have shot at people's houses. I have been through some of these houses, a lot of these houses, because the neighbors over here, you know what I'm saying? People really interact with each other, regardless of what it looks like. It's a community over here. When I go to my gas station, every clerk in there know me. When I go anywhere around here in this Bellevue area, when I go to Corner Market, everybody in there just know me. It's like my community. I've seen kids fight. I've broken up fights between little kids, and I don't know. I feel like I've just been like a big brother in the neighborhood type thing. Right?
0: Man, you brought up two, you touched on two interesting things there. That- I would I would like to uh like like to maybe break those down to you a little bit further to help you kind of understand what's going on with that. But I'll, I I want to ask Zoe, does he have anything to say after what you just said? Because you just said some powerful things right there, my brother. He
2: really did. I I was gonna let him keep cooking. I I didn't want to break the break the the stream, then, bro. That was just a lot.
0: That was powerful, man. Uh one thing I, w- I, w- I was going to say is so this this older gentleman when he when he said what he said, uh, I don't things like that, unless he said it in a malicious way, man.
1: Oh no, I it wasn't like a um, like yeah. when I listen to people I'm not I'm not in a defensive mind state. Like okay. some people so, feel that way, like I oh, don't know, I I Something about my facial expressions or whatever, like a lot of times I know my facial expression would will, will give me away because uh I mean you can't you can't hide that.
0: Yeah, you, can't <laughs> the funk.
1: you can't hide that. But like my response is an respectful place, you know. But like yeah. at the same time you shouldn't have an ego. You know what I'm saying? Like that you shouldn't be unteachable.
0: So the the reason why I asked that because low key, I feel like he was even being a little too, too. I'm not gonna say the word woke, but he was being a little bit too um. Abrasive. Yeah, I'm gonna say woke. Yeah, abrasive. because abrasive, but not even abrasive because I low key understood what he was, what he was trying to say. Because I've had that explained to me like yeah, like he mucks but the it was
1: that like, it, can, it's like. When some it's like when you are in a relationship and uh-huh. you got this you got this woman, she is she ain't really <laughs> she'll probably like buy you like some Mary jeans and, you know what I'm saying? She 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 be sexing you real good, you know. But but say she can't cook or uh, yeah. there's just not too much she brings to the table, right? But she yeah. considers herself to give you everything everything is relative to that person mm. you know to that person just buying him a one manga book a month would be everything you know what i'm saying yeah it's like mm. one could say okay you've been 23 before but you haven't been 23 in 2020 you haven't mm. been 23 in this year with in this economy
0: you know mm. what i'm saying this
1: economic state of the world you haven't been here mm.
0: The twenty three years that he experienced was a different twenty three years. You year. haven't
1: been twenty three in in years, in ages, decades, and it's a whole nother it's a whole nother time. And there's a whole lot of illusions and mm-hmm. the young my young people are dealing with way more. Mm-hmm. I can promise you that. The
0: thing is, man, with man with, what he what he said to you, I... He just said it low-key. I don't know what context it is, but it kind of sounded like he said this shit round as fuck. Because if it was me and I was an older guy breaking it down, I would have been like, I was like, this is the age that I'm living now. As a 64-year-old, is a new age See, for the me. The whole
1: conversation, the context, yeah. me, it started with, um, I think they were talking about, like, president. And uh, I just, man, when people get to talking about, like, the whole type of thing, it just doesn't amuse me. I don't I don't get excited for it. Like I truly believe no president has ever done shit to ever help anyone. <laughs> like, it's 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 stupid, man. Like both of those parties are still in the back pockets of man, like
0: Yeah, a president a president can't do anything. So it's never, all an illusion. I never it's I never blame, and I just blame, president's blame people.
1: Believing
0: in basically nothing. Okay. They, they, they're supposed to have power, but they're low key. They low key high key figureheads. But a lot of people don't think they're figureheads. It's, it's a whole thing to get into on that. But me, man, so we, we don't, we don't came to the conclusion that man, shoot, we can't really get mad at anything a president did. do. We just gotta, we just got, we just gotta understand that they, they just kind of low key doing, doing the bidding of other people that have. Like, like we always talk about man the people who really really got to say so of the things and events that happen in this world you'll never know who they is Hell no. you'll never know now you'll see a youtube video that say oh man this is the most powerful such and such person in the world but nobody ever wants to talk about them the real people them motherfuckers don't even know
2: oh god
0: we'll never find out
2: hey
0: and they're the only people that we the only people that we do know is the people that nobody ever remembers that they have all the power that they have like the a lot of power in it from all those ages and all those old empires ain't faded away hell no but people f- forget forget those things but um uh before we leave this and go through into a different subject because it feel like we're about to take off into some meals going yeah. on a whole another avenue uh one thing yeah. i want to say you are were... go ahead though
2: yeah, I'm going can I I'm gonna do the whole little quick simple man thing. The thing about politics is for most people that are not from an affluent state that
0: What's up people, what's up people, what's up people? Now I'm just taking this time out of this great magnificent episode of the products of Public School Education Podcast. Just to speak to my people who are interested in joining the podcasting space. I know there are a couple of questions that you are That you guys want to know Like how do I edit Is there a way to broadcast this live How do I record an episode in general And how do I get my show on all apps Or as many apps as possible Not only talking about Stitcher Not only talking about Google Podcasts Not only Apple Podcasts But all of them in general And the truth of the matter is Honestly How do you make money And how do you make money as quickly as possible and honestly, those other apps are great. I mean, especially Spotify. Some might even say Google Podcasts is a great one. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I might even frequent other podcasting platforms. But for the truth of the matter, there's only one podcasting platform that I trust to release my podcast on. And that's Acre. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, editing, and broadcasting your podcast, and it's 100% free. It's 100% free. All you have to do is make an account and get on it and start. It's ridiculously easy to use, ludicrously easy to use. Some might even say "rem." Somebody, somebody might even say, I can't even think of another word that to describe how easy it is to use but stupendously easy to use that's a good one alright I'm going to use that one and now Anchor can match you with great sponsors sponsors for people who make not safe for work content safe for work content family oriented content children oriented content murder mystery content horror content or even just pure comedic content and all of the above they'll help Curate your sponsors specifically for you and who doesn't want that who doesn't want to make money as fast as possible right away not even a couple episodes into the podcasting space you can already be paired up with different sponsors and that's one of the things that I'm doing right now by reading you this ad so right now if you're interested in starting the podcast don't waste any more time it's all about consistency which is something over here you know we're proud of some public school education for a reason. We ain't the best, but we try to be. But if you want to start a podcast, go ahead and download that app right now. Or if you're on your desktop, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start.
2: An affluent state of mind that feels as if politics does matter to them on a national level. The only presidents that change your surroundings are dead and green. That's usually the dejected dejected state that most people in our current financial state of mind are. So, I kind of see why people are jaded towards the idea of politics on an international scale. Now, local politics is different, but I understand the sentiment. Local politics is definitely always
0: wrong. Always room for a change because it's harder to fuck over somebody that you can that can come and pull up to your and exactly in your neighborhood. But uh They're pressure to hit different. But, yeah, hey, for real. That's why they changed that state flag. If all them people wouldn't have got out in front in front and marched around that government that that government governor's house for all those hours, man, they they would have been feeling a different <laughs> way. They wouldn't have felt that pressure. You got sometimes you gotta apply pressure to people. Yeah. Hey, everybody can't walk to Washington, D.C., but, hey, I can walk to the state of and tell them how I feel. You understand?
2: Yeah. Shit, I need a ride. That's okay.
0: But uh, with that with that being said, though, a while ago, like, maybe 10 minutes ago now, you said that, Kwan, you said that you felt like you were, uh, like, you felt like while listening to us, you're actually watching us and you're watching yourself as well. That's how you feel and experience things. But that brought to mind, uh, this is a South African proverb from the Zulu tribe that um, the Zulus also if you watch any type of South African movies if you want to on on YouTube on, uh, Netflix Netflix does have to do a good job with the African content I will give them that about picking up movies and things but if you watch any of those South African movies that are based on history and things like that you'll see one phrase that comes up a lot In the uh, South African Zulu mind of thinking, especially post-apartheid and during apartheid, as far as like it's called Ubuntu. So Ubuntu, it basically roughly means, out of many we are one. Out of many we are one. That's what Ubuntu, Ubuntu basically means, but it has eight principles. But the 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 late Desmond Tutu, that recently passed away, you know, may Allah's blessings be upon him and his family. He broke it down to an interviewer, in a way, in a in a way that uh, it's a youth, it's a Zulu sign for it as well. But the way he broke it down in English, and translated into English was Ubuntu. One of his key principles is basically saying that I am a person through other people my humanity is tied to yours. Saying that the people is just a, this is a way of experiencing humanity that the Zulus recognize that you experience humanity through other people. You don't experience experience humanity through yourself. Hmm. So I just wanted to touch on that because as soon as you said it reminded me of it but I couldn't think of the exact quote so I had to I had to do my googles real fast, so this is just something to remind you about. And if you want to know the phrase again, it's 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 Ubuntu, Ubuntu. So that's U B U N T U. Wait, how you how you how you spelled that? I I, I got you. I'm I'm put it in the chat. Y'all gonna look
2: that
0: up? Please do. Hey ZO, if ZO don't know anything about me, is it? Hey, I'm, I'm big on everything everything africa for sure but that uh, yeah yeah because i mean you almost said it to a t without even knowing what you said so it goes to show you once again that i mean we might the proverb might be right it might be wrong but we are experiencing humanity through other people because that that what you would described remind me of something me experiencing Experiencing consuming knowledge through another another group of people, found that phrase and my humanity Me observing their humanity, also me observing yours. Let me give you the knowledge of what I observed from their humanity as well. You know what I'm saying? But uh, um, oh yeah, we're about to get into politics. That's why I have to go ahead and say that real fast before we got too much off in the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Oh, uh, any more questions you got for Quan Fazo? I feel like we we done did a good job of covering a lot of a lot of shit. I think we need to
2: I mean get shit. into
0: some foolishness for a second. You
2: goddamn right we do. Cause shit we done man, we man we discussed mental states. You know what I'm saying? We not we done Politics. said some powerful
0: things, man. Oh
2: god, man. And I, I appreciate the power, but now it's time to discuss some power. You know what I'm saying, my man Quan Kwan Faye, Quan's house, top five producer of all time, top five did a lot. I put him up against any nigga making beats right now, including myself. You said this
0: multiple times, Quan. You should feel
2: right. yeah. we, well, you know, well, we honored. You goddamn right, man. Shit, We can do what we can do at over at Quan's house. You goddamn right. We in Quan's house. Um, I love that. that Quan Faye gonna produce my first album. We're gonna win a Grammy off this shit. Trust me. I'm speaking into existence <laughs> right now. Quan, oh, you don't know. I'm powerful, dog. I don't say nothing that hey. don't come true. Speak things into existence, manifest. I like it. This man gonna, this man gonna produce every Grammy I win. He done said this before on
0: this, bo- on this I podcast, man.
2: I, got I got man. I know some pretty talented people, man. he knows I'm a fool with the bars though but and to be honest Mike is the one that helps me with my packs and Mike actually got me into this whole concept of with music the melody shit I found out Mike didn't was sampling so I figured somebody gotta know how to play the keys so that's what I kinda picked up on
1: yeah and then see like as of late as recently uh, like I was telling you earlier I was like everybody's sampling and nobody wants to learn music theory. Nobody wants to actually learn how to build their own melodies. That's why I'm trying to learn music theory and I'm and I'm be a guitarist so I can get my own melodies going. And once you learn one instrument you pretty much learn them all. Real talk. And so like man like that's
0: it's it's times like this where I be mad at Sam.
2: Real talk that nigga didn't answer the goddamn phone
0: shit <laughs> cuz uh, the reason why i just said that cuz this <laughs> nigga's fam is literally um a, a music major
2: yes yeah
0: he he he, he studied music theory so so.
2: i'm
1: doing all this with like no yeah, yeah. music study like got none it. Of that. yeah
0: yeah real talk it's
1: though with me and i think that's a lot that probably be uh, a good reason why a lot of times i like you know what I'm saying I get stuck in a maze And Go Go a few days Without getting nothing done But like When I come back to it It's like i learning the experience It's like I, I take in a lot And then Leave And I, I just You know what I'm saying I'll just play with What I A big setback For a major comeback Go ahead Call it what it yeah. is Yeah Yeah I, Yo Yeah, yeah. Like,
2: your
0: be on here, son.
2: Yo Real talk though I want to go ahead And talk about this shit too Man, me when me and Mike was to send each other beats and shit, me and Mike would laugh at how good we were at just working off of a cell phone.
0: Man, bro. Damn. Hey. the mu- that, Hey,
1: that's play tech. That play that Zobe. Bro, that joint we basically collabed on. You got to play that.
2: Oh, shit. I ain't got it <laughs> right now. Damn. I ain't got access to it right now. I had to switch phones.
1: Oh. Uh, Dang, man, you need me to send back to you? What, you got an iPhone?
2: Nah, man, send it to me on, um, send it to the email. Which yeah. one was this? The, um, the Nico joint? Or the, um, or you know the, 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 one d- that the D? Down, 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 down. The d? Ah, shit. Dang. Yeah, Mike sample, was sample, like, the shit. Oh, by the way, I would come up with shit just changing keys and shit and loops and shit. And Mike would be like, dude, that's dope as fuck. I said this shit one night. The hum beat is what really got us hyped though, Because <laughs> of the, the bass, nigga. The, I'm a fool with the bass. But,
0: And you know. Man, that's one thing I wish I knew how to do a lot of, this. sample, because I'm one of those guys. I mean, I... I like vinyl, so I like digging through crates. But, man, I really, I want to be digging through them all. Bro. I'm learning
2: how to I'm use Edison right through,
0: now. <laughs> I'm really just digging through crates just to listen to music, man. But sometimes I'll be like, well, my nigga, if I could sample they will give a whole nother meaning to how I'm able to look through this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, it
1: yeah, definitely. Like, when I started sampling, it definitely opened, like, my mindset. and Like, gave me it gave me so much room to create so much more it's like opening a a new door in in zombies bro like when you get that six (laughs) hundred dollars
2: damn oh (laughs) shit boy you just unlocked the memory of my damn brain fuck y'all oh god
1: when you go in bro it's just like god damn everything the game changes man
2: it's a lot you can do y'all remember upgrading our weapons in this shit
0: It's a whole new game, a whole new oh, game. Oh, God.
2: You got to make sure your, your weapons and shit clean and shit. Got to make sure your, you got enough ammo to get, through the, get to the next gun. All oh, that shit.
1: Man, bro, you going you gon to get all that because you going to be getting plenty of kills, killing it, learning all this. <laughs> like, once I got my first MIDI keyboard and I, and I actually had to map my samples out, and, like, I had to learn how to chop and... and Man, it's just oh, it's so much that go into it. Thank so God sweet.
2: for Edison.
1: <laughs> yeah, Edison, Edison, pretty wild. I've been trying to get a new sampler though. This one, uh, what's his name? This uh producer I watch named Navy D. Mm. He worked on this the soundtrack, and I think he also worked with Joey Badass. But, uh, mm. He worked on the soundtrack for <laughs> one Banana Game, bro. <laughs> this game with this dude. I guess he's trying to rescue a talking banana and the man jumping through doors like Max Payne talking about bussing. Like it's tight. It's like parkour and 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 gunfire. And it's just on the Nintendo Switch. Damn. Yeah, that man be having some whole like I be watching these people and I would just be like, see. It's different back then. They didn't have access to what we got, like, YouTube. Like, I wish Big L and them, could. Like,
2: you man. know what I'm saying? Like, bro. What man Jay say? Just, man, man, J Dilla.
1: With, man, yeah, like, Jay Dilla with access to all this stuff.
2: Man. Man, can you, I'm, I'm saying another thing about a lot of the older kids, too, like, organized noise. If Scott Storch knew how to own, it wasn't just a piano player. Yo, Mike, who's your own um, top five producers, dog? I'm going to get into that. Bert, throw that one out. Man.
1: That's the title. I ain't going to even cap. I'm going to stand under it, dog. I'll wear that cap. <laughs> hey, there
2: you go. Yo. Hey, who your, top, who your top five, though? Producers.
1: Top five producers. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Shoot. Man, I ain't gonna lie, New Jeebies and Jay Dilla definitely in there, and I I would say Tyler the Creator.
0: Oh, that's a
2: good one. Damn good. Both
0: of them, all of them been good, but yeah. And
1: I won't say, like. I don't. I won't say Gene Dawson like producing, but like definitely his his sound team like.
2: Facts. Hey, Facts. I, I don't
1: know if I'll listen to Gene Dawson, but man,
2: I, I don't listen to him. But I've heard I some guess. of the, out some of the credits he worked on. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, 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 Bruce, <laughs> you want to get your top five? Oh like, man! But like, i would be listening. True, let so, them cook. Let them cook. Oh, let all
0: right, all them right.
1: Yeah, I be listening to Jay Khalil. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times they'll drop beats and then them jumps inspire.
0: Yeah, yeah, so. So you ask for minds and it? Mm hmm. Um, man, you know I'm never really ready for these type of questions, but if I had to go into it, man, off rip, I would probably have to say. A hmm. uh, young child, I definitely put Young oh. young child. Up there. Young child up there. They're, they're, they're the young Chop that. Do they do the monster? He he did he he. He one of those guys. It's been a certain a certain handfuls of of producers within this genre that we call hip hop that really like single handedly morphed sounds by themselves. And so, young Chop in my opinion, is one oh, of damn. them with the drill shit. Real
2: talk.
0: Uh, aside from Young Chop, in that in that same vein, I would go Beats by the Pound from the No Limit because they were the only producers that was when No Limit did that legendary run where they put out an album album a week for a year. Those were the that was the only group of producers that they had at their disposal. So just off of that alone, Beats by the Pound. Mm. So on up there. Then, as far as more recent, I'll have to go with. Low, quiet as Quiet as kept man. I think I have to go with. I, I, I want. I want. I'm really tempted to say DJ Mustard. was playing towards Metro booming though.
1: Oh God. Man, I don't know why I said Tyler
0: oh. <laughs> dragon. No, nah, hey. that's a oh, no, solid no, damn no, pick, no, dog. I ain't never said. The no, only reason no, I ain't, ain't said Tyler the Creator is because you said Tyler the Creator. maybe
2: blue, Hey, Real yeah. talk. Nah, fucking Igor. That whole damn project. Five boy. Yes. Fly, now, Cherry Bomb got some hard beats on it, for sure. Hey, for sure. Man, everything Tyler,
0: man. Everything Tyler, but uh.
2: Okay, back to your top I five,
0: Mister. I, I done said four, right? Yeah. I, I done said four, and then as of recently, as of recently, I'm going to get this one, and then I'm going to get my top composer of all time, because you know I always got to mention him. But um, as a as of recently, I've been really big into Afro beats for like the past. Maybe ever since quarantine started, and there's one guy that I think has the whole of Afro beats on lock when it comes to just best production in general. Every time I hear a beat that I like, it don't matter what artist it's it's from. If I hear a beat that I like, I'm like my oh, nigga, this is one of the best beats I have I've heard right now. His, his producer tag is at the end of every song and I, I can almost guarantee you every song that i've listened to and i say my nigga i fucking love this beat i love this production i'm gonna hear that i'm gonna hear his beat tag producer tag at the end of every song and that's uh dj tunes i don't know what it is about this nigga and his beat selection but and low key card is kept most producers need to start having their producer tags at the end of songs because nigga that's hell this is low-key a, a surprise when people listening to a song, and then they hear that shit, and they're like, oh, that nigga
2: made this. <laughs> <laughs> <Really>? Hey. <laughs> All right, now go here and mention the goddamn legend. The goddamn legend. Oh. Talk about it.
0: Oh, feel like cootie, man. I got him. Feel like cootie, man. You this goddamn guy, right. This guy is the king of Afrobeat. Once again, this is... I really learned about him in 2019, though, December 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Ever since then, man, I've been listening to him nonstop. I have a bunch of his records. He the one who even sparked my interest in Afrobeat, even though his style came from, like, was inspired by his travels in America when he was doing, like, Afrobeat, traditional Afrobeat. But then he came across people, like, while in California, he came across people like James Brown and a bunch of other upcoming acts of those sorts and these when they were upcoming but he got inspired by the pro blacks movement here in the u.s and took this took the same thing back to nigeria and started speaking out against some of the political strife that was going on in nigeria started his own independent republic within the center of lagos the the main city of nigeria and this guy at 30 plus wild just uh, interesting you goddamn dude, right man, but, he was one of the best composers I have, honestly, in my opinion. that ever that great stuff for this world. He never wrote down anything, but he, every, after every one of his songs, he was such an outlaw that after most, of, most of his discography, after every time he released a, a composition, he was locked up in jail. And he would, after he got released from jail, he would re- re- release a composition go right back in jail. So this guy, he literally has, most of his songs on average go for like, At least 15 to 30 minutes, sometimes more. And they always consist of a a build up, a chant, and then always, 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 always some type of just grandiose ending. (laughs) like Kuti, definitely.
2: All right. Y'all ready for my top five?
0: You already know it, Jack. Come on with it. Y'all ready? You gonna say everybody? I forgot to mention.
2: Uh-huh. I don't know. You got goddamn right, I am. Quan <laughs> Quan House, Quan House, Quan House, Quan House, Quan House. My producer is better than everybody else.
0: Oh, you forgot one more guy.
2: Quan House. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get right. a re- let me get a real list though. Real talk, I'm gonna go ahead and break him off right now as number one. Top five all time. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. He's proved it in the last five years. Just with the Rappers Delight series alone, Uncle oh, Al. Oh, nigga. Uncle Al. Boy, I fucking hate. You. I
0: fucking
2: Uncle hate Al, dog. Man. Uncle Al, cause his work I'm with, with con- nigga Harry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and get a nod to Harry Fraud. I fucking hate this
0: nigga. He always said the few I forget,
2: bro. Nigga Mad. I'm gonna go ahead and say Madlib, just cause, just cause he made the great one of the greatest beats of all time, Meat Grinder. Off on of, um, Mad Villainy. Fuck that beat go crazy. Another one of my personal um, favorites. Shit, I'm going to say Zaytoven just for his influence in the early 2010s. That run in the mid 2010s he had and he still have it now with the gospel influence on the pianos. Magn- Magnagamous. Fantabulous. Beautiful. Some of the best compositions I've, ever, I've heard in modern trap music. And last but not least, the man who the man who got me really just want to listen to shit. Just really listening to beats different. Cause the first time I heard Go DJ, I lost my motherfucking mind. Manny Fresh. Cause without Manny Fresh, bounce music wouldn't even be near what it is, bro.
0: Without man without Manny Fresh, most studs wouldn't know how to dress. Oh God. Tell the truth.
2: Oh god, God. every stud I know look like Manny Fresh a little bit. But now, what y'all think about my list, though? <laughs> low, key, yeah, low key, I took a piece. I took a piece
0: after you said Harry Fraud. And you gave me uh, the two people I missed. Well, I think it's one person because you said Manny Frisch as well. So, right. Who did you say after Harry Uh, um, Zaytovin. No chords whatsoever. I'm mad- Loki
2: Mad. I said Al- Alchemist. You said Miller? Did you say no, Mac? No, I said Mad Lil. Oh. Oh boy. I, I, I didn't say, I only, only yeah. on reason I didn't say Mac.
0: One, I wanted to say Mac too, cause I was gonna be mad if you would have say Mac. I was gonna be like, what the
2: fuck? I should have said Mac, <laughs> Mac Miller. Now, Mac Miller is, is the coldest white dude in hip hop history. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll fight anybody on that. Eminem, cool, but.
1: Man, man. the coldest him. rappers, period.
2: Oh, God. Mac,
1: Mac Miller is different, bro. This music is on so God. different.
2: It was just I when faces. Faces. I see, I see, I see. Man, I'm, I might not be here. I might be here for a while. Well, a little longer than I expected to. I was gone, going around town, getting the to hobby. now I'm on jet fuel, boy. But...
0: Then they make something different, son. But go ahead. What you was saying, Quan?
2: Say it. Hey. You gotta do more than just say it.
0: You were saying something about Max. Yeah. Cora. Dang, I was. Yeah.
2: Damn.
0: damn. I, don't yeah. Even, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> he knows about to be something about how good he was. That's for damn,
2: for damn sure. There will be no Max
0: Linder. No,
1: It'll no, be. no. I, was, uh, I had found a, somebody had posted this unreleased album. Like, they had a whole bunch of unreleased songs, man. I was listening to them. Them chunks was so good. He gave me a download link. I went to listen to it the next day. I should have just downloaded it right then. It wasn't even up there no more.
2: Oh shit! But
1: the last song, the last song was him and Ariana Grande, bro. That chunk was so man, dude. Mm. I feel like I was finna levitate, bro. <laughs> the power of Mac Miller.
2: Hey, bro. That man had superpowers, bro. Loki, I was thinking about this the other day,
0: man. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm usually. I'm always surprised at the times I think about Mac because I think about him way right. more than the average person would now So especially the average may, even, may even be more than the average hip hop player does. But I low key was thinking that <clears throat> the way he went out. The time, not the, the way he went out was atrocious and horrible. horrible that he had to felt like he, that he had to take his own life. Well, well, yeah. Even though like the guy who was just sentenced to his death, well, the guy that was just uh admitted to uh, selling him the drugs, it still was a fact that I, I think in general he was he did he in general consistency he uh, did that on purpose. So. So I believe I owe them to Mac Miller for that, but one thing I, I will say, I
1: don't, I don't believe I don't believe he was trying to kill himself. I believe he was just he was doing
2: cocaine, trying to he do was cocaine just, to restart yeah, his yeah, like so if, yeah. listen to
1: his uh his music, like he's he's always been like super open about that type of stuff, especially in his
0: last album. But sometimes he did feel like they felt like a little too morbid and then like there's also artists like Anderson Pot on one song that he has he, he, he describes like cause you know him and Anderson we really good friends even though they only had one song together like him and Anderson like was extremely close like it might have been his closest artist relationship as far as like friendship wise goes Thunderhead. And, like, Anderson King. used yeah yeah but I still even think maybe Anderson though because boy, yeah but Like, if you just hear, hear, like, how Anderson describes, like, how they both used to party together and stuff, and, like, just the guilt that Anderson feels, like, how they were partying too fast, so, like, but Anderson felt, felt like, like, the way he ended it, he couldn't, like, Anderson couldn't say anything because he was living just as fast, and he has, like, a few songs talking about it, so, I don't know if it was... I don't know if it was on purpose or not. I, I feel like it, it might have been. The only reason I say that is because Mac Miller was so much of an oracle in his own right. I feel like that he didn't want to live in a world post, post George Floyd. If I'm being honest, yeah, because he, genu- he was such a genuine He was such a genius soul. I feel like he probably saw something like that coming, and he just even if he didn't see that coming, and like for whatever reason, he just. To stop, he put an end to his life here on this earth. Or he may not have put an end to his life here on this earth. One thing I will say, I don't think he he would he would have been able to live with himself through that po- point in time in America's history. He was too much of a genuine soul to be put through that sort of strife. Hey. That is my personal opinion when it comes to that. I feel like he would've, if if he would've saw this stuff, he would've had a mental, like just how the world was at that point in time, I feel like he would've had an extreme mental breakdown. It, well, a person it. like him, he wouldn't have understood. Like he was genuinely, what, there's the fact that he wasn't that type of person to see color or do anything like that, the dude name with Malcolm. Like, the dude, the, the, like. So, I feel like he would have been so just extremely confused with the the state of the world. Like, he would have been so disappointed. So, I mean, it doesn't sit by a lot in every cloud, right? But goddamn, it did, it did hurt heart whenever he died. That was like the first celebrity death that I cried. And, you know, it take a lot of shit for me to cry. I, I ain't cried when Triple S died, but or DMX uh, but, Nah, nigga, you know, I
2: shit Mac died, I cried it's I cried three. hard I got three that I shed to you for them nine Mac DMX and Kobe mm. Kobe dying hurt worse than any of them for mm. me I didn't see that one happening Mmm Mm-mm-mm-mm. I saw that nigga drop eighty one in the game. I I thought God, death itself would be better to fuck with Kobe. I was wrong. And a lot of
0: people feel that same sentiment though.
2: Oh God, man, we, we saw. That, didn't
0: even talk we, about it in one of his songs.
2: Real talk. The, yeah. the, the weirdest thing about Kobe too was bro, he was the closest to an average man that an NBA player could get in terms of athleticism. He wasn't the, the tallest. He wasn't the fastest. He wasn't the strongest. But he worked so hard mm. that a normal man was able to walk amongst the gods. People speak mm. about him in the same vein. They talk about LeBron James and Michael Jones, who are both considered to be physical freaks of nature. When a man walks among gods, he becomes one. So, shit, that's just Kobe and the nuts, his legacy in a nutshell. I just wanted to bring up greatness. I just wanted to expand on that a little bit, but... Mass Greatness, too, also came from he came off as the first white rapper that didn't try to be the best white rapper. You know what I'm saying? Because you get that sentiment from mm-hmm. Yellow Wolf, from Eminem, from a lot of the other white guys in Hip Hop, Macklemore. They felt the need to overly complicate their bars and rap just to rap their ass off. And you hear guys like Currency, Soulboy Q, Ben Staples, even Earl talk about just how incredibly dope Mac was. He didn't have to try hard. He was just being himself. and that That's the biggest compliment I think I've ever heard from artist to artist. Like he didn't have to try to be the best. He just was one. He showed up and was one of the best.
0: Man, Mac Miller was that, was that type of artist to us and for people who are in the know. If you're in the know, there's no way that you don't recognize what Mac Miller did. That's one. That's one. That's the thing, man. I can play him to one of my country-ass cousins that don't know anything about hip-hop. By play, by play him, I play them anything. Mac Miller and they'll be like, man, I don't know who this guy is, but he's spitting his ass off. But he flowing, he flowing to our new beat. Or they can just tell that he really having a good time with his artistry. And I can show the same thing to someone on the other side of the world and they'll agree with those same sentiments. They don't know what it is that he's doing per se. They can understand a little bit by what he's saying, but they know that whoever laying down this track is having the best time of their life doing So I feel like that's a, another thing that I've seen in uh, Miller. And there's very rare that you see that within artists. Like there's one, uh, there's one, those are some of the once-in-a-lifetime or oh, not once in a lifetime, but once in a generation type of talents that you see. Like, I, I've seen, i seen, I think I have, I think I've had my eye on a few recently that, that seem to be doing something similar. As far as, like, generally just having a good time, enjoying themselves when it comes to this artistry that we call hip-hop or that we call music in general. But only time with tell. As they go along with their careers, if they're really about it, but I don't want to jinx them and say their names right now, and they kind of like loses, they lose some slack. But let's, I'll just keep my own and see where it where it takes them. Shit,
2: man, let's get out of fucking death now, man. Shit, I don't want to think about Mac no damn
0: more. Man, every time I think about Mac, Mac is joy. I ain't never any morbidity in my heart when I think Man,
2: real is. talk. And shout out to his people for not milking his legacy with all post-human albums like we see some people doing. <laughs> I don't
0: know who. I don't know Man, who had his state, but that. they need it. But he got, I knew he had a lot of stuff in the, in the vault, but whoever had his state, the state is is uh, out of pocket, for keep releasing all this shit. For mm-hmm. real. Triple X only had one post album so far i think right and then no 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 three that's
2: what i'm talking about
0: okay three. Oh, i thought you were talking about juice for juice Boy man.
2: nah nigga man, juice his
0: family though put out by, god dang
2: i was talking about x first and foremost but juice also too quit exploiting these beautiful these dead young souls
0: it's only one day i only had one post on this album as of right now dmx so, uh, no, no, no. I mean DMX too, but as far as the younger cats. What's his name? The one with the the one with the uh the New York dude.
2: Um Big L.
0: No, 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 recent, man. Reason,
2: Reason. Reason. Oh, Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke yeah, had Pop two projects come out. Oh, Thomas? Yeah. Dang. But he but he had those two ready to go. So, uh, you can't really say those post posthumous. And 50 Cent Gave the co-sign on them, so respectfully, you gotta let, you can let them ride, and they are good projects. They are well done projects. But like, nah, X's estate is egregious because of the simple fact that, and Mike, you could tell me if if you agree with, agree or disagree. None of those out of the three X projects that's been that's our scheduled to be released. None of them sound finished and most of them don't even sound like X songs. They sound like X's ideas.
0: Like sample tracks. Real talk. T- I don't know. Well,
1: I don't even know what you are talking about now, cause like I ain't heard nothing
0: new for X. Oh boy,
2: man. Man, scheme Bad vibes, Forever. I, I got you. I got you, Ziggy. I got you.
1: Man. But like, uh, I know like everything that that they released for Mac Miller sounded complete. Like, yeah, it, it was. Like, Sound like everything was done.
2: I still ain't listening to Circles. Cause I don't want to cry. Circles
0: so, so far. So far, so far posthumous wise from X. You had. You had. It wasn't enough volume too, cause I think they came out posthumous. No, nope, nah. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Nah, he was alive then. Uh, yeah, you have skins. You have. It says dissension, members only. Mhm. And then you have bad vibes. Forever. So yeah, And yeah, you
2: got another one coming out too. They they dropping another project.
0: Plus all the endless features that they keep putting them on. Not even knowing if you would have worked with these people or not.
2: Facts. <laughs> Just. It's. I mean you was That's some. That's some. That's, that's kind of fucked up man. But. That's his family. That's their choice. If they want to do that. We can let them. That's. 100% in their rights.
0: Everybody. Everybody do need to. Eat, man what. At a, certain point, man, you as an estate need to, need to do need to do what uh, well, Paisley, what Paisley did with the what the Paisley estate did with Chris's stuff. There's a certain way you go about it. Or Marvin Gaye's family, family did. I don't know if y'all know, but it's well known in the music industry that to get a Marvin Gaye sample of any kind is extremely, extremely, extremely difficult. Because his estate doesn't let anything ride. Just because they know that that's how Marvin Gaye was as a person and a creator.
2: You know, so, damn, damn.
0: The Paisley estate how the way they continue to uh, bend the off of their their former relative's glory, which is Prince, they um uh, they have his the Paisley Mansion as a estate and a museum. So People pay to come see like you know, how everything left, they left everything intact and then they make good enough money off of it. And you know, he owned that symbol that he created. So every piece of merchandise that you see see with that symbol they benefit off of the off of the sales of because they still own it. plus all his uh recordings and everything else. So there's there's a way for estates to this is go into a bigger conversation about how estates and properly benefit also a deceased family members. Fame post without without doing any detriment to their uh to their family members um legacy, so to speak. But I ain't sure I must have left y'all speeches or something.
2: Man, just trying to...
0: Man, my Wi-Fi fucking
2: up. Nah, you good. You good. Now we just letting that shit sink in, man. Man,
0: talking
2: about about these dead artists, man. It's kind of weird to see how... You know what I'm saying? An individual's hard work can be taken by a collective of people and twisted and manipulated into, once again, a form of currency... That no one in their family probably has a right to to benefit off of. I mean,
0: they have the right to to benefit off. Man, man,
2: sharing my last. This is me personally. If you weren't there when the records was cultivated, or you didn't have any input, having my last name shouldn't be the only basis for you eating off of my money.
0: No, I will say that, but we can't say that. Ain't got no, ain't got no rights to it. Especially if not it's not, if not him or himself, then you know, the people, the people who love these people the most and their immediate thing like mothers and things like that. But like, like I said, there is a way to go about it the right way. It's just that we as a, this could go into us as a people. We just tend to, we, t- we tend to not go and do the proper research about things. Like all these people, who have family members that have all these immense <laughs> immense um how do you put it surpluses of music that that was recorded but hasn't been completed yet i mean there's ways to go about doing it like you could you could you could sell them the proper way to people that they ideas at least align with you could just keep it all in the vault You could never put it out. You could release it all as one standalone album instead of releasing releasing it multiple times over to milk it for what to milk their name for what it's worth. You just put put out any recorders that you feel like or knew know that they knew or done, but it just didn't live to see a day where they was ready to put them out and put them out that type of way. At least to finish shit. But uh, I don't know, man. Also, too, the money that they make, the money that these estates making you know, off just the, the music that's still in circulation now, especially for the people that we just named, it's like, it should be enough to really last a lifetime if they do it right. But the only reason why I kind of like, look at it like that, like the family still have some way, of should still have some, not entitlement, but should be able to benefit off their family members because let's be honest like how Quan was saying earlier like this is capitalist society most artists get into the artistry to, to, as a way to make it out means to make it out of something if not for them they're definitely for their families so it's hard to say we don't want the reason why they even got the artistry as a whole a uh, step put in it to make money off of it as a whole what uh, cannot benefit off of it now
2: Shit.
0: because we don't know if they didn't have mothers or sisters that they saw stressing if they would have even had the had the wherewithal to even start recording so you know right I mean? but it is it it is ways to go about this to go about this stuff the properly that's what they have <clears> Hmm.
2: <throat> but shit, man, we need, man, we don't be talking about too much serious stuff, man. Man, shit, we in a serious climate. God damn it, shit. I guess Everybody shit, is, 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 is. shit, All shit, right, shit, re, shit real out here. <laughs> what you was saying, Quan? <laughs>
0: I
1: said everything, high
0: alert. <laughs> I
2: mean, shit, we can't get into one of my more... Uh, my, my favorite things. is talk about us late
0: Superheroes?
2: Goddamn right. Yeah, yeah, well, well, man, not even just superheroes, like... Mike is also a man of culture, of taco culture, if you can hear it, in the way he addresses everything. The man is compared to, of, the film Chocolate, the girl skills to that of Kakashi Hakate. By the way, hold up. But, 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 hold up. I, I got a question for everybody, though. This is just one of my thing I've been thinking about recently. Who's the best teacher in all of anime? The best teacher? Teacher, like, protagonist teacher, mm-hmm. like, direct he teacher or training? I've seen way too
1: many anime to answer that question.
2: Shit! Y'all did that digging your surplus, man. Oh God! You gotta yeah. go to gotta go to the catalog. Whoever names jump out first.
0: I got somebody. I don't remember. I don't remember the name off the top of my head. Okay, I got it now. Who? Uh. Uh, thing. I don't got it. Hold on. Let me, let me type. There's one more Google. One more Google, and I got your answer. Morel from um, from Honey X Hunter uh, his oh, his name that's is a Wing. Good. That's a good one. Yeah, Wing, Wing from from Hunter X Hunter. That's
2: a damn good. one.
0: Huh. Not necessarily the the more the Wait, more. you talking hard, about the dude nose. that helped the uh, mm Mhm. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: He's dude not hard
0: nose, but he he made sure they knew every asset, and yeah, training though. and stuff. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm giving it to him. That's
2: a, That's a good pick. Damn it, Ooh, shit. Ain't gonna
0: lie. Dude, it might be Kakashi. Kakashi is a solid choice.
2: Oh, God. It might Kikashi be Kakashi. is
0: a solid choice. You could go Kakashi or you could go
2: Minato. I heard you say. You can go, Minato. To, you can no. go to Minato. Minato. Minato, nigga, you Minato, go Minato might be the one, G.
0: You You really want to go crazy. You could choose. You, you could choose. Uh, What's on the name? The pervert, the pervert, the the uh, the. Master
2: Roshi.
0: Oh, Maru. He really? Nah, Maru. nah,
2: nah, hell nah! Orochimaru yeah. simply taught his students just to yeah. have their bodies. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a crazy.
0: Man, it's whatever right. crazy
2: you want to go with. Hey, it might be. It might right though. It might be Jiraiya. It definitely the was.
0: Wants it, Ketoshi, it, so. it
2: it definitely ain't heroes heroesin. It damn sure ain't in. <laughs>
0: If it
1: ain't dry, it's awesome.
2: Yeah, awesome was a damn good one. It could, it could could it be Mike Guy? Just throw him out there.
1: Mike Guy, it needs to go. He a candidate.
0: I'm I'm fucking with Mike Guy. I'm fucking with Mike Guy.
2: His daddy was shit though. Might die. (laughs) (laughs) Real (laughs) shit. (laughs) That nigga name was Mike Datt. That nigga was throwing out options from the (laughs) (laughs) Uh, get-go.
0: Alright, so.
2: Oh, shit. Alright, okay. I'm going to throw out another one then. Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisen. Hmm. That motherfucker's so powerful, he has to blind himself in combat.
0: Low-key, this teacher conversation got me mad, low-key, that JoJo's what? Bizarre Adventures doesn't have uh, a teacher character. Real talk. <laughs> because big... <laughs> if Real else, talk. Be it, I, don't, I don't know who it would have been, but if it was, it would be them. I, but,
2: I don't know, know. Go ahead,
0: go ahead, man.
2: Yo, um, y'all familiar with Hajime no Ippo? Yeah. Chief Kamagawa. That's one I haven't watched.
1: But I know what it's about.
2: Yo, Mike, you got to watch that one, bro. It's on The whole series is on YouTube. Yeah, it's tough. Yo. Yes, you can watch that sub or dub. It don't matter. That motherfucker is good. You think good, that boy, body boy. found a bear? No, Takamura took down a bear with a straight right. Put some respect on his name.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm about.
2: Bust an <laughs> ass out this bitch. <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> and let the bear make it. Bro. <laughs> All right, Man, it's low a, key.
0: I gotta give an honorable mention to this. Listen, Lesson on anime but that, I, that I really freaking love. I think I I, I I had I spoke about it multiple times on this podcast. Okay, there's a guy in there. He, he's a, is the name of the anime is Hinamaru Sumo. Sumo. It's basically mm. about sumo wrestlers. Quan I don't know how much you know about sumo. If you want to like get into it, but this anime. Kind of like observe sumo culture extremely well but the guy who teaches hinamaru most of his further skills in the anime it's only a 24 24 episode anime but the guy who teaches him most of his skills is a guy that's extremely small so he's not necessarily what you would deem to be fit to be a sumo teacher but he, his love for sumo is so strong that he actually like, he's, he's willing to train Hinamaru, who's also at a disadvantage because he's extremely on the shorter side. But yeah. between Hinamaru's will to fight and his teacher's love of sumo wrestling, like, they actually get some good shit done in the animation. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very good anime. I, I remember talking about it on this podcast a so minute, though. But man, yeah, check that out. Hell, yeah. So I want my special special mentions to the guy in the anime. But other than that, I can't really give you shit other than Wing.
2: Hey. The teacher from fucking um, Assassination Classroom? Ooh hey, That's a good one.
0: Nigga. Nah, I have forgot about that one. Hey, hey. See that's why I can't do this, man, cause I, you really just gonna start naming them the the good one. That, yeah. The good ones that people forgetting about. Damn, i really going to be back. I'm going to be like, <laughs> 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 I
2: can keep going. I can keep going because it's fresh in my mind. Koro-Koro-Sensei? koro my sensei Yeah, koro koro cor- cor- sensei
0: koro sensei God damn.
2: Yo, we forgetting about another one. King Queer. Kai. King Kai. Hey. Dragon Ball. Hey. King Kai with well damn. All the bullshit was happening on his planet. That nigga, first off, that motherfucker had a Cadillac on a planet the size of Texas.
0: Alright, I done Google 15 most iconic anime teachers. Let me just go off the list.
2: Alright. How many have we
0: we named? We we done named a few. We done named a few. Oh, oh, it's one
2: person that we ain't named. God damn, I forget about
0: this anime, even though I watched every episode. Okay, we got Kumiko. Yamaguchi from Go Go Goku Sen. I've never seen that, so I can't. I don't know who the anything that is. That.
2: Right.
0: Uh, You got Igneo from Fairy Tale, the dragon they taught Nazi. Uh, okay. You got you got Sakonji from Demon Slayer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> yeah. you got Kisuke Urahara. From Bleach. <laughs> you know the guy had the uh the uh the gambler's cap on. Yeah. He's
2: yeah, yo, he go hard. I Kisuke. never knew his name, but yeah.
0: Kisuke Uah You got Izumi Curtis, full metal alchemist. White bitch with the dress,
2: Miss, 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 miss. I- Oh, yes. you saying
0: yes. miss? I right, we got Mike guy. We already said. You goddamn
2: right, Mike
0: guy. Got Master Roshi.
2: Master Kikashi Roshi, Hattake. Master Roshi, Jet for the porn.
0: There's one in here that I know we don't know, so I'm not even gonna, gonna mention. Um, we got Sotoro Gojo on here.
2: You damn, hey, that motherfucker is powerful, dog, and he
0: got Gen. You got Genki Genkai from Yu, Yu Yu Hakusho. You
2: damn right, we forgot about her. Oh, that's a legend, yeah. right
0: there. We forgetting Piccolo.
2: I mean, he did. De- he trained Gohan, so. Uh, aside
0: from aside aside from aside from
2: Goku and Vegeta, that's Daddy.
0: Hey, aside from Pic- Goku and Piccolo, Vegeta,
2: Piccolo stepped Daddy of the nineties for damn sure.
0: Hey, got Shoto Aizawa.
2: I don't know. It was, oh, we counting Aizawa
0: from uh, my hero, my girl, we going to count All oh, He's Mike.
2: technically a teacher, though. He's technically a, the teacher. The homeroom uh, teacher. And he and be real, in terms of understanding Izuku, Aizawa, is better.
0: Okay, okay, okay. I get it. I get that. I just, initial instinct, I, I want to choose All oh, Might, but to be honest, Aizawa is kind of tough. As far as teaching goes. He, he he brings the best out of the whole classroom. Uh-huh. cool.
2: Exactly.
0: You got Jiraiya from Naruto. And then number one, you got
2: Kuro-sensei. I mean, Kuro-sensei is kind of dope. Even though he does have to... His whole teaching thing is fucking fear. Like, we gotta kill hey, this hey, motherfucker before we destroy the world. Hey, fact. <laughs> Who you got,
0: Mike? Oh, Mephisto from uh, Blues Exorcist.
2: Yeah. Who you got, Mike? Yeah, who you got? Who you got, man? Who you got, Quan? I know you know someone in the cut.
0: We, we don't name the list. You can choose someone off of the list. <laughs> what you want to do? You got to say at least one. He got Yoko R- Ritona from uh from Gorin Lagan That's the that's the girl with the uh red hair. I don't think she much of a teacher though. Okay. Now what's what's brother name from Gorin Lagan The brother. Nah, he, he will he would be the best teacher anime for me. Cause when he died, nigga, I cried for real every time I watched Gorin Lagan, I cried
2: that part. Oh God.
0: I'm just gonna call him Big Bro from right Man,
2: now. Man, nah, Dude.
0: fuck that. Toto Sai from Inuyasha. Fuck, it
2: was, was in my, in it was in, was it in was my it was in my head. Rooster, damn, you made me lose it. Fuck. Well, goddamn, my phone, my phone, my phone. Nah, fault. you good, you, you good. good. I can't, I can't find it now. Damn, Shit. I'm sorry. Brain I'm sorry, went too. Brain went too damn fast. Fuck.
0: I'm sorry, my brother. I'm sorry, my brother. I was talking about Toto Sai. If that helps you.
2: I'm trying to figure out who the teacher was in one of the anime. Nah, shit. What's the anime? Damn it, I can't remember. <laughs> but it, it, this one would have been a good one. I,
0: I, I think I got a good... If we if we can... if why I can't think of any... Oh, hell no. Nah. The most anime, down teacher in Naruto.
2: Iruka Sensei.
0: Hell yeah. You know, I had just saw his name, but I didn't say it because I thought we had already said it.
2: No. Iruka. I forgot about Iruka. Because he was the first motherfucker in Naruto that was down for Naruto. Hmm. And we come down and this. So this motherfucker took a blade to the back. Hmm. For real?
0: No so with all these being said, Quine, Quan, you being been quiet on this segment. Hey, man, we're gonna have to. I got another one that I think we can we can go with because this your first time on the pod, but you ain't got any iconic teachers for anime? Oh yeah, or your are your play, your knowledge of anime just just in an overload mode right now, trying to think of something? Because I know it can be like that too sometimes. Oh God. Fuck. I think bro might be sleep. Damn. He he might just well be sleep. Yeah. Quan Fei. Michaelson. Either there he muted his mic, but uh nah, he didn't mute he
2: ain't mute. Hold up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm still, I'm still I'm still I
2: tried that. Normally that works. <laughs> you know, niggas, man, I'm, cut it off, cut it, turn it off and cut it back on again.
0: Yeah, if you can hear us, yeah, just cut it off, turn it back on.
2: Shit, he was saying some cold shit.
0: See if you can uh, call him on regular Discord and see if his phone ring or wake him up. Hey man. I feel I feel like while he was trying to think of best teachers of anime, he just he kinda dozed off a little bit. Let me try this shit, hold on.
2: Yeah yeah. We deep off in this
0: bitch. Yeah, hey, I think I think it's understandable bro. Oh. Yeah, bro, don't went to sleep. we our schedule kind of like out of the ordinary, as in they let us stay. stay they got up, hour 53. Average person. Okay, hell yeah.
2: Shit. But yo, sorry for the abrupt ending, brothers and sisters. This has been another episode of Probably Public School Education. You know what I'm saying? The homie Kwan failed fell victim to the fray, and now we must bid you adieu as we moonwalk away. Peace.